there is a reason that Revelation has a reputation among the books of the Bible for being scary. Some of it is. And if you happen to make it through some of the initial confusion and shock of reading those first seven chapters of Revelation being so different from what we're used to when we read the other books of the New Testament, then you might get to Revelation chapter 8 and see things actually get a whole lot worse. Yet I still maintain that if you are a Christian, Revelation isn't meant to be scary. Because what we see in Revelation chapters 8 and 9 aren't actually written to be descriptive of something that you, as somebody sealed by the Lamb, have to worry about. It's a description of how the bad things that go on in the larger world are actually intended by God to call people that aren't united with his son to repent. Just listen to the picture as it's painted for us in Revelation chapter 8, beginning with verse 1. When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer, and he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Now the seven angels, who had the seven trumpets, prepared to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet. And there followed hail and fire mixed with blood. And these were thrown upon the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea. And a third of the sea became blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many people died from the water because it had been made bitter. The fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars so that a third of their light might be darkened, and a third of the day might be kept from shining, and likewise a third of the night. Then I looked and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew directly overhead, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth at the blasts of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. And the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star fallen from heaven to earth, and he was given the key in the shaft of the bottomless pit. He opened the shaft of the bottomless pit, and from the shaft rose smoke like the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened with the smoke from the shaft, and from the smoke came locusts on the earth. 
and they were given power like the power of scorpions of the earth. And they were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any green plant or any tree, but only those people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were allowed to torment them for five months, but not to kill them. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion, and it stings someone. And in those days, people will seek death. They will not find it. They'll long to die, but death will flee from them. In appearance, the locusts were like horses prepared for battle. On their heads were what looked like crowns of gold. Their faces were like human faces, their hair like women's hair, and their teeth like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron. The noise of their wings was like the noise of many chariots with horses rushing into battle. They have tails and stings like scorpions, and their power to hurt people for five months is in their tails. They have as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek he is called Apollyon. The first woe has passed. Behold, two woes are still to come. Then the sixth angel blew his trumpet, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels, who had been prepared for the hour, the day, the month, and the year, were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of mounted troops was twice 10,000 times 10,000. I heard their number. And this is how I saw the horses in my vision and those who rode them. They wore breastplates, the color of fire and of sapphire and of sulfur. And the heads of the horses were like lion's heads and fire and smoke and sulfur came out of their mouths. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and smoke and sulfur coming out of their mouths. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents with heads, and by means of them they wound. The rest of mankind, who were not killed by these plagues, did not repent of the works of their hands, nor give up worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze and stone and wood, which cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. Where did this picture begin? It began with an angel having lifted the prayers of the saints to God, throwing fire down on the earth. So appreciate in the context of what we've seen up through this point, the people that belong to Jesus are suffering. They're suffering at the hands of wicked people as part of a larger cosmic battle between good and evil. They've been asking God, how long till you bring judgment on the earth? And here we see the beginnings of that judgment. Those who belong to Jesus have been sealed. They're not suffering these things. But an even larger number of the earth is suffering now than when the seven seals were when a fourth of the earth was being affected. Now a third of the earth is being affected by these things, by these punishments that come. And we could spend a great deal of time trying to interpret the individual symbols, and there are good resources out there that you could look at that could help provide some possible meanings for what might be seen here. 
For instance, the locusts depicted here are often seen as being similar to how uh, the barbarian hordes that tormented Rome in the last years of the empire would have appeared. Or it might be likened to how some of the Islamic raiders might have looked during some of the conflicts between the Christians and, and the, the Muslim warriors of those days. Or we might even recognize things in our own days that this resembles. But however the specific symbol gets interpreted, Recognize that all of this suffering, all of this legitimately scary stuff that's happening, it's happening in such a way that affects the people most of all who haven't been sealed by the Son, who don't belong to Jesus. And even in the fact that it comes with the blow of a trumpet, that's like a warning. These bad things that are happening in the world, it's God trying to get people's attention. Even as judgment starts to unfold for all of our wicked deeds, for the ways that humanity's wicked deeds are causing pain among God's people, he's still hoping that maybe the bad things they see going on in the world, the way that the world as they know it is falling apart, might cause them to repent to turn away from their false gods, to turn away from their evil ways, and to join his people. Sadly, even with the world in turmoil, many didn't. And that is scary. Not for you. Not if your robe has been washed in blood. If anything, that should give you urgency. When you encounter people that are anxious and troubled about world events, when you encounter people who all they have is this life and they're facing problems and it seems like everything's falling apart, you, as somebody sealed by the Lamb, have the opportunity to show them peace that passes understanding. You have the chance to show them what it looks like to be content in all circumstances. You have the chance to show them that there is more to this world than what they see, that there is another king, the one and only king, Jesus, who truly reigns. And when we belong to him, the worst that happens in this life has no grip on us because we are confident that God is ultimately going to judge what's wrong in this world. God is ultimately going to punish evil. And then we will get to be with him forever. Some parts of Revelation are scary, but that's meant to call those away from God to repent. If you're a Christian, don't be scared. Just share the reason for hope that you have because of Jesus.